0: Welcome to episode 14 of The Jersey Boys.
1: What's up, everybody? I'm Ronnie A. here with the one and only Joey the Rash Silver. (laughs) Quesadich. Hey. What do you know? (laughs) What do you know? What's the word? See, Joey says Quesadich to all those people who don't know, but Joey was just uh, at a convention and he met Fabio. Fabio.
0: Where was he from? Brindisi, Italy. And he gave a nice shout-out to your father-in-law, Richie, Richie Brindisi
1: from Dizzy. <laughs> How's that? Check out Joe's Facebook. If anybody hasn't, you posted the video. Well, it's on the Jersey Boys. Oh, oh Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, it's Facebook. on Jersey Boys Facebook. That's on. right. Yeah, you know what? Never come mind on. Joe's Facebook. Don't worry about that thing. Right? That hey, thing. but we do need to get more followers on yeah. the Jersey Boys. We'll get them. We're going to get them. So
0: everybody listening right now, you have to like us and you have to spread
1: the word and get all your family and friends to like the Jersey Boys. And I'll tell you, it's going to be easy after today's show, which we're going to get into, but we have a very special Big guest. Show. I'll tell Big you about show. it a little bit later, so stick around. So if you want to talk about health and fitness and dieting, that's what today's show is all about, baby. It's all about a, a, a craze that's happening around the world. And I'm yes. not even going to tell you what that craze is yet. I'm going to make you, you know what I mean? I'm going to make you stick around. Make you think stick about around. it. So, I know you're sticking around. Yeah, you're the producer. producer, he's
0: not going anywhere. He he's looks good. That. He looks
1: good. He does. He does. He's running. Alex, again. I am. I, I know you're running. We see it, bro. You look good, pal. You look good, man. So, Joe, like you said, we need likes, right? People follow yes. us on Facebook. Don't forget to listen to us. You know, you can listen to us at www TheJerseyBoys.com, Jersey D-A-JerseyBoys.com. Uh, that's our website. You can uh, go to Facebook. Uh, and then, of course, for the podcast, you're going to check us out on Podbean, um, iTunes, uh, Google Play, wherever it is that you choose to uh, listen to podcasts, we're there. So take we're your pick. It's place. that simple. Joey, last week's Wow. <laughs> wow. That's last week's. <laughs> last week's. Last week's was, it was a couple I, of weeks ago. <laughs> uh, uh, correct. I'm yeah. sorry, and yeah. that's you know what, guys. I don't tell you. I just we, we we fell off the wagon a little bit. It happens, a bit. right? Life life gets in the way. But we're back. Jersey Boys are By back, popular demand, and we're back. And so is Laurie looking for a new song. That's so right. Alex, we need a new song. I hope song. you're working on it. We She's can't use Jaws, right? We can't use na-na, 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 na I can't think use we should. That. I think we should use Let it. Let them come, come after us. Yes, deal with the repercussions. We'll Let's. Do something a little different. Like, donut. We'll be like, donut, donut. What? That sounds like Dunkin' Donuts, so Alex. And we're going to have Dunkin' Donuts coming after us. No donuts tonight, but it's coming up. That's right. It's coming up. Carb day, baby. All right. All right, so last week's Word of the Week, Joe, was D-A-W-N. That would be... Dawn. And if I was from the South, I would say. Don. And if. So, Don. So, Dawn. Dawn would be a, a woman's name. Yeah? Right. That's right. But if I'm in the South, I would say. Don. Which is a. It sounds like a name. guy's name, too, because D O N is pronounced. Don. Don. And they would
0: pronounce D-A-W-N as Don as well. It. So it would be very confusing Done. if we're dealing with somebody and maybe some of our listeners out there from Alabama or anywhere outside of the New York metropolitan area, Sure, they'd probably say, this is my sister Dawn or Don. No, they would say, this is, my sorry, this is my sister Don. This is my sister Don and my brother Don. I would be very confused.
1: I would be very confused at right? that as well. I'll be looking left and right.
0: You got me confused already. <laughs> <laughs> it just, It
1: just can't work.
0: Uh, it can't uh, work.
1: So uh, for those of you in the south, it's dawn. Get it Just it's dawn. Don't, no more. You don't have a sister, Don. So now that we've explained, you know, I've, they never really thought about it like that until we just said. So you're welcome. And listen, you're I gotta welcome. let you know that Marianne, she doesn't say it the right way either. She says she, she says it. Uh, don and She's a Don. Yeah. yeah. And that's a Lynchburg. Marianne, Lynchburg, that's Virginia. It. Oh Lord, the help Disney us, princess. All so, right. uh, Joe, uh, today is uh, on the day of this recording, February fifteenth. Yes, yesterday, what happened? Yeah, man? so
0: we definitely have to make mention of this. You know, the um, the tragedies that took place yesterday in in Florida. You know, just the horrific uh, shootings that took place down there. So, you know, our hearts go out to all the family and um, those who uh, who were affected by these tragedies. It's just horrible. Uh, situation and uh, you know, Senseless, man. yeah, I mean, it has happened way too many times. Uh, you know, I remember uh, we we had a show. We we were talking about Vegas and mm. and then there was Texas and California. I mean, I can't remember all of them. I mean, there's so many of them, and it just really, you know, it's it's a tragic situation. And I just, you know, as as parents, right? Could you imagine like having your kids go to school? And then you're getting that kind of a phone call. Are you watching, you know, something on TV? And all of a sudden, the, the news comes on, and there's this, there's this report that there's a shooting, and it's a shooting at your kid's school. No, I mean it's just it's horrible. And um, you know, I know there's a lot of stuff going on out there right now as far as, you know, what should be done, um, who should be doing what. Uh, but I can tell you right now that it comes back to. The only answer to all of this is Jesus. It's, I'm telling it's you, true. you gotta because have it's a hard issue, and a yeah. lot of people will look at this issue. and
1: say, "How could God allow this to happen?" And again, look, guys, we're not gonna, we don't sit here and preach on this show. You know that, but you know what our hearts are, and you yeah. know what our, you know, you know how much we put our faith in Christ. And I'll tell you, this is a heart issue. This is not a fact that you know God allows something, or or God's so terrible that He lets this happen. How could there be yeah. a God? This is we live in a we live, we live in, in a, a fallen bad, world. fallen world, We man. live in a fallen world, and there's a lot of, you know, evil out there, Ugh. and, you know, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Sick, you know? man. So so we pray for each and every one of those family members out yes. there, those teachers, those first responders, the people who had to witness that, man, it's... Uh,
0: and, and thank you, thank you to the the responders, the teachers, you you heard about oh, some of the teachers front, actually gave their lives, yeah. you know, to protect some of these kids. True and, heroes. Uh, true heroes, and then the you know, law enforcement that were there, and just everybody who uh, took a part in trying to help uh, control that
1: situation. So yeah, so we would just ask all of our listeners the same thing, please keep them in your uh, in your prayers. Just pray for right. those family members. That'd be great. Absolutely. We're gonna take a quick break now and uh, and when we come back, our very special guest, Kenny, the brain Freeman. right everybody we are back and i am extremely extremely excited to introduce to you our guest so kenny the brain freeman <laughs> i mean you know that's a nickname that's earned and i'll tell you how he earned it so kenny is a a Rutgers grad class of 2004 but of course he finished the semester early because why would you right why would you why would you spend a full four years at ruckers oh so and- wait wait wait
0: so six years is not like good
1: no well no that's like, like uh me six years is not good six I think
0: it was six years was maybe this? it was seven i don't even remember now remember that me. movie
1: better off dead wait did lane? i even graduate <laughs> that's overrated <laughs> lane i've been in this high school for seven and a half years and i'm no dummy <laughs> so no so kenny finishes college in in three and a half years instead of four he's he so he's a grad uh, at Rutgers, class of 2004, but he's not just a grad in three and a half years. He finished first in his class of 2000 wow. with a 4.0 GPA. Kenny uh, has uh, is a CSCS, Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist. Now, mind you, this is all coming after because when he was in college studying finance, he went to work immediately on Wall Street. So he worked at Deutsche Bank. He was there for three years And uh, I think Kenny really fell in love with, you know, entrepreneurialism and investing. Mm. Uh, Kenny invested in a pizzeria. He uh, loves real estate, got his real estate license. Uh, So he's a current realtor. He's an an actual investor uh, in real estate. He owns a laundromat. Um, He's a teacher. He's a a professor at at the college teaching financial modeling and and evaluation. Right. Am I right? Yeah, I'm Right. Um, you can talk you know, I, I feel really stupid Whisper, Don't you Alex? Well I that's, that's what will happen So you have <laughs> to understand When you're in a room With Kenny the Brain Freeman You you inherently are stupid yeah. it, But yeah. but that's okay it's But not he doesn't make thing. you feel that way That's not, a good thing Not at all That's the funny thing So so everyone everyone knows Brian Regan Right? We all talk about my brother-in-law Brian Regan Not the comedian <laughs> Not the comedian Because you're funny Brian But so what happens is Brian says what, what Kenny's in a room And he says whatever he's saying and everybody else just nods their head, but no one has a clue what he's saying. <laughs> but Kenny thinks it's normal conversation, That's just Kenny. So, so, Kenny, congratulations on all your achievements, brother. It's actually, um, it's actually disgusting uh, because, uh, you know, he's I wanna, over. I, I want to steal
0: a few of those. Yeah,
1: just a, cu- just a couple. Add it to my resume. <laughs> So and so on top of that, being a CSCS right, certified strength and conditioning uh, uh, trainer, what is it right? Specialist, specialist, right? That's not right. just a trainer, specialist. That's what Kenny does. Right. Kenny introduced us to the ketogenic diet, and so many people across this country, probably the world,
0: are doing this program.
1: It's amazing, and it's not brand new either, Joe. No. Like keto's been around, but there's a craze going on right now. So we thought. You know, since we've been on it now for quite some time and we've been seeing it all over the place and we, we go, you know, we're on YouTube and we watch guys like Jason Whitrock and Thomas DeLauer and these guys are like, you know, big time trainers and whatnot. Um, they got great stuff to say. K- Kenny dissects this thing, you know, th- to what it is, yeah. the scientific, you know, physiological way this stuff works. So that's why Kenny's here. We're going to we're going to we're going to talk keto. So
2: first and foremost, Kenny, welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm happy to be here. We love having you. All right. Thank you. (laughs) It's like coffee talk. Ask him a question.
0: So explain to those out there who don't really understand or know what Mm -hmm. this is. Okay. A little brief overview.
2: So the term ketogenic, um, keto stands for ketones which are actually produced when the body metabolizes fat. So essentially the way it works is this, your body wants to run off of sugar. So if you eat something that has sugar in it, your body's gonna use that first. If your body doesn't have any blood sugar available at the time, it's gonna go for glycogen. Glycogen is how sugar is stored in the muscles and the liver, and it's primarily the liver where it's accessible. Now. If you can get through your blood sugar and your glycogen, the next thing that your body's going to go after is body fat. Mm. So essentially, the ketogenic diet is where your body is operating off of body fat rather than blood sugar, and glycogen. So the difficulty is getting to the point where you are actually in a ketogenic state running off of ketones, because once you start having too many carbohydrates, that's what bumps you out. So essentially you wanna have 30 grams or less of net carbohydrates. So that's total carbohydrates, less fiber per day, And that should get you into ketosis. But if you're still not in ketosis, then you could go down to usually 20 net grams of carbs will get you there. All right. So you say ketosis. So everything that you just said, the actual being in ketosis is exactly what? So being in ketosis is your body is functioning off of body fat. And the genius of that is you hold, right, and store thousands of calories of body fat. So if you think about it like this, right, there's 3,500 calories in one pound. All right. So if you look at 400 grams of glycogen are stored in your liver, okay, so that's like the max, that's about 1600 calories. So if you're running a marathon, you've ever heard someone say they hit the wall or the bonk, that means they've run through all of their glycogen and now their body's transitioning going into ketosis. So, if you can run off of body fat, you have literally tens of thousands of calories that you can access for abundant energy.
0: Okay. So, how does one get to that
2: point? Okay. So, the process typically takes the average person anywhere from a week to 10 days when they first do it and that's really the challenge because people continually bump themselves out of ketosis also mentally it's very difficult to get into ketosis because you almost feel like you have the flu yeah. but essentially what you have to do is have a, a macronutrient breakdown 75 percent fat 20% protein and 5% or less of carbohydrates. And that will get you into a state of ketosis. Okay.
0: So then what's the best way like to track that? Like, is there like an app that you can follow sure. or something like that? Cause how do I know I've consumed like 5% of the, uh, what was it? The 5%, carbs. the carbs. Yeah, the carbs. Yeah.
2: So ultimately the app that I always recommend is my fitness pal. Right. A lot of people are familiar with it. You Bing. Yeah, like you yeah, could just right. literally- give them a plug. Yeah, you could just literally scan barcodes of your favorite foods onto it and it'll download all of the nutritional information. Other than that, if you literally type EGG for egg, it'll come up with a bunch of different options. So you can choose it. It's like, oh, it's a Lando Lakes yeah. egg or what have you. But that'll help you keep track. And the biggest thing is people have the misconception that fat makes you fat. Fat does not make you fat. Carbohydrates make you fat. Mm. Fat does not make you fat. So
0: what happens like in that first week? You Mm. know, I'm doing really good and I'm telling everybody, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm keeping track, you know, what I'm I'm consuming, what I'm eating every day. But when no one's looking, I go out and I take a little bit of sugar, like a candy bar, like a little half of a candy bar. Mm. Is that going to... Knock me out.
2: So you'll be out of ketosis until your body burns through that sugar. Um, And the issue is if you're constantly going in and out, you're actually going to drive yourself crazy because you'll start running off of sugar again. And then you'll go back into that phase where your body's transitioning, just like the bonk in marathon yeah. running. You'll go back into that again. Well, and I know it's, that. It's, I referred, two marathons. it's referred to as the keto flu, that feeling that you get. So really what you want to do is just bust through it. Yep. And then you'll get to that point where you'll say, okay, I'm fully in ketosis.
0: So what are some of the best resources? Like someone who's listening right now, mm-hmm. they really appreciate what you're saying, mm-hmm. but where do they go? What's the best like, uh, YouTube, I know uh, Ronnie had mentioned a few of the people that we have followed on YouTube and things like that. But what do you recommend?
2: I mean, uh, there's some really good resources. Uh, John Kiefer, uh, Dangerously Hardcore, he does a tremendous job with diet in general. Um, He focuses on a thing called carb backloading, but the premise is based on getting into ketosis first. Um, So he's he's a phenomenal resource. There's another great book, uh, Keto Clarity um that's a book that i would recommend very simple easy to understand uh for a layperson to just like get it in a very simple fashion but i mean even bodybuilders have been looking at keto type diets for a while there was um the anabolic diet by uh, Dr. Mauro De Pasquale, and Mm. that was essentially ketogenic for five days and then a carb up for two days. So essentially what actually happened, what got me into it was um, Kiefer, John Kiefer, he was doing the anabolic diet and he was training as a bodybuilder and one night, he just couldn't take it anymore. He ended up having a ton of Krispy Kreme donuts. And he <laughs> figured like he was done. He was going to lose the competition, the whole nine yards. And he woke up the next morning, and he was jacked. Yeah. So that's you know one of the things we'll get into is that whole carb-up idea. Um, if you go ketogenic for too long, and then you don't reintroduce carbs for a very short window of time, all of the hormones that cause you to burn body fat l- namely leptin uh IGF1 which is insulin growth factor testosterone all of those hormones are going to attenuate meaning reduce mm. and they won't come back unless and until you have the carbohydrates okay. yeah okay. so that's another aspect of it so there's a lot of resources out there in terms of the ketogenic diet um i would say you know definitely look on You know, YouTube, Google sources like that. What I would encourage people, though, is before you do it, definitely consult, you know, doctor, physician. And the thing that I always recommend is this. Go to your doctor, get a physical, get blood results, Mm. because that's where you're going to be blown away the most. When you see your cholesterol plummet and you tell your doctor that you're eating 75 percent of your diet's fat. You know, a lot of doctors, only three percent of their curriculum is in nutrition. And they, they're just amazed at the results right, from right. the ketogenic diet. All right, so question on that one. So you go
1: to the doctor. This is obviously, you know, you consult the physician, start this diet. Then you're going to go and you're going to find out that your cholesterol dropped, right? And you tell them that 75% fat. But There's all different kinds of fats. So with that being said, if, if my cholesterol is going to drop, I'm assuming that means I should probably stay away from things like butter and stuff like that. Is that what you mean?
2: So that's actually not necessarily the case. Um, You want to have a bunch of different kinds of fats. So there's polyunsaturated fat, there's monounsaturated fat, and saturated fat. So saturated fat is what we find in, you know, meat, um, you know, organ meats. um, Also, you know, like bacon, that's saturated fat, butter as well. Um, But actually what's interesting is human body fat Um, is actually the equivalent of 50% butter and 50% olive oil in terms of its composition. So the the idea of, you know, you are what you eat, so to speak, Um, you want to try to have a similar breakdown in terms of fats. The one thing I would caution you is... Not to just stick primarily to saturated fat. You also want to have the monounsaturated fats. So you want to have fats from things like avocados, olive oil, you know, but you can have a lot of saturated fat and still lose body fat because, again, Where fat becomes dangerous is when your body has high blood sugar because you're functioning off of carbohydrates. So now that fat is just circulating in your blood, and that's where blood cholesterol, blood lipids, in terms of the measurements, come from. So if you're now running off of fat, all of those lipids that are typically floating around your blood, your body's actually running off of.
0: All right, so I gotta go back though, real quick here. I gotta go back to the human body. Yeah, the human body. The human body is what?
2: Okay. Is, so body fat in yeah. terms of human body, in terms of its composition, it's the equivalent of 50% butter and 50% olive oil. So if you're doing the keto program, yeah. eating a human body would be
0: good. Yeah. So yeah. It might be the, <laughs> the, the the cannibal diet. Yeah, there you go. I felt like
1: a missionary in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for you, Richie B. <laughs> All right. So wait a minute then. So, if the, if the human body, the fat inside of the human body, its composition is the equivalent of 50% butter and 50% olive oil. So, are you telling me that most human bodies are basically Italian? Hey, that's all. <laughs> keto, that's why it ends in a vowel. So, this diet is an Italian diet, for those who want to know. <laughs>
0: right? Well, Vito Corleone. What was this, that's uh, it. The he al- was Keto. Uh, no, what was the name oh, of his? No, no, it was Jenko, Jenko, Jenko oil. oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. perfect. Yeah. until Which, their pasta. All
0: right, so now. All right, so I was leads, gonna say. Go ahead. That leads us to this. Go ahead. We're in our program, and now it's time for carb day. Mm. So we're gonna go to
1: where we gonna go on our carb day? Oh man!
0: Plug again. Come on, Tommy's, Tommy's taste Italy. Italy.
1: So we talked about that before, Kenny. We talked about how like we actually did a show for on our carb day at Tommy's, which was amazing. I mean, it's
0: and I if you haven't seen that, everybody like out there, go back and that's on episode like probably like eight nine eight or, or nine.
1: Like that. Too. Yeah, it's on amazing. YouTube, check it out. Has yeah, video on that one. So that's the big thing. So I think you know, I think a lot of people on the keto diet myself included, we get nervous because you start going for so long and you're like, I'm doing great, I'm doing great. I can't, carb date, no, I don't want to do it. Do I do it very little? Do I go buck wild? How long do I do it for? Is it one day? So my question for you to tell everybody listening right now is when do they do it? How long do they do it for? What can they eat? And then how long before their next one? And I'm sure that might be different,
2: but give us your opinion. Sure. So the initial weight loss that you have on a ketogenic diet is water weight. Why? Because for every molecule of glycogen, all right, carbohydrates essentially stored in your body, you store three molecules of water. So as your body gets rid of all of that, you're losing a lot of water. So initially, you're going to lose a lot of weight and people get really excited. Then after that, you're in ketosis, you're losing body fat. And the thought process is, oh, I'm losing body fat. So if I stay on this ketogenic diet for as long as humanly possible, I'll just continue to burn body fat. And that's not the case because your hormones, again, the fat burning hormones, namely leptin, testosterone, IGF-1, which is insulin growth factor, those are going to decrease even your thyroid hormones as well. So what's going to boost that back up is the reintroduction of carbohydrates. Now, the interesting thing is this, the enzyme that your body uses to process carbohydrates, it goes away when you don't consume carbohydrates. So what's interesting is, and this comes from John Kiefer's carb night, when you reintroduce those carbohydrates, your body is going to actually say, what the heck are these? And so you're not going to have it for so long that your body gets used to having carbs again. So typically people that have their carb night, they'll notice their body temperature increases because your metabolism increases to burn all of those carbohydrates. So typically the recommendation is to have a carb night, um, you know, start at like four in the afternoon and go up to two hours before bed just because ultimately if you do that, you won't have indigestion or anything like that. Um, but my recommendation is this, you know, try to space out all the different things that you want, write down all the different things that you want over the course of a week. So instead of having a bag of Snickers bars, have a Snickers bar. Instead of having a whole pizza, have a slice of pizza. Cause what will happen is if you do it all in one fell swoop and you eat a whole pizza, you're only going to have a very small period of time that you consume carbohydrates and you're going to be stuffed for the rest of the night. And what you really want to do is you want to spike your insulin, you want to have it so that those carbs are there for a significant period of time so that you do get that hormonal spike, you do get that insulin spike, and then you're able to go back to ketosis several days later when you go back on the ketogenic diet. Oh, Well,
0: well, well first of all, I want to go back and say, so mm-hmm. at 4 o'clock, let's say, start yep. at 4 o'clock, it's best to start with the sugar, right? Yes.
2: You so, want to spike your insulin as fast as possible. So that's when you want to do things like candy sugary stuff so you don't want to start out with like pasta i
0: want to ask about that the sugar because Mm -hmm. we've done that you know we have like the candy bars like we have the um uh, almond Mm -hmm. you know whatever it may be uh uh that i like yeah all the different almond joy but the thing is is it better to have like maybe like orange juice or like fruit Mm -hmm. versus having a candy bar
2: So the the difference with that, though, is um, fruit has fructose, Mm -hmm. all right? So fructose is a sugar that basically gets processed in the liver. So you're not gonna get the uh the same benefits that you are from simple sugars. So you'd want glucose. Okay. Uh that's what you really want to focus on. Yeah. Um so ultimately the different types of sugars are going to have different impacts. So you want glucose, dextrose, the basically like table sugars. Yeah,
0: because that's what we had a discussion about. I know Ronnie and I talked about it once. We're like, man, we feel like after like four or five hours of mm. eating like the candy and the mm-hmm. cake and the pizza. You feel like you kind of feel bad, like you feel mm-hmm. like run down. So I was <laughs> thinking maybe it's better to have more of the fruit. But based on what you're saying, yeah, it no, I would be.
2: I would stay away from the fruit okay. because um, and you know again if you search uh, the stuff that John Kiefer talks about, you, you know basically fructose is it's it's bypassed, so mm-hmm. it's just processed in the liver um so you're not going to have the same impact that you will from simple sugars what i will tell you in terms of how you feel um if you're gonna have pizza if you had like gluten-free you're gonna feel better um i know like if i have like cookies i'll get like tates uh they have gluten-free cookies they're made with rice flour so you still get all that great cookie taste, but there's no artificial stuff. That's the other. thing. I guess thing. that's what it is. Yeah, I'm, if I'm you're at the having artificial stuff, yeah, like colors, dyes, you know, stuff you can't pronounce, like 50 different ingredients, you know, those are the types of things that are going to be bad choices. Yeah. So if you can have something, the more natural, the better. The less, you know, crud that's in there. So if you're gonna have ice cream, for example, have like Breyers, Breyers. where it's like five ingredients, very simple. There's not like gums and and dyes and you know processed oils and stuff like that you want to try so to keep it as not natural not the uh, as possible. stop and
0: shop dollar store no, ice cream no
2: i mean you could have like a gelato <laughs> you could have like a gelato that yeah. would be good you know right, you like go. high high quality that way we keep it italian you know <laughs> or you know but that's really the thing so you want to stay away from things like high fructose corn syrup because right. again fructose fruit same type of right. thing so, you want to really like stick to healthier things, but that are sugar. Okay. Yeah.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes Yo, a lot of so sense. What about this,
1: though? So, you the idea of fruit. I love, I love fruit. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I miss most on this. So, if we can't, and I want to just clarify it. So, if, if we got to start out with those simple sugars to spike the insulin and get things rocking, mm-hmm. and I sustain, right? Like you said, you want to have a carb night. So, I go from four to eight, four to nine, whatever it is, depends on the time I go to bed. Is it okay later on yeah. for me to have a piece of fruit? That's cool,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that fruit's the end of the world. The problem is people try to do like a like a healthy, you know, carb night so they they eat fruit and you know stuff that's actually good for you and it doesn't have that hormone spiking that insulin spiking impact that people want or need in order to get you know, back into ketosis, back to fat-burning mode. So it's one of those things where you're trying to, you know, quote-unquote do the right thing, but you're actually hurting yourself by right. by doing that. So if you have all the candy and stuff, yeah, and you want some pineapple later on, go for it. Mm-hmm. But remember, a lot of fruit has fiber. So that's going to slow down. You know, if you think about it, what you want is you want to spike that insulin and then bring it back down, all right? Spike it, bring it back down. So you wouldn't want to have oatmeal on carb night. All right, so there's glycemic index, glycemic load. Glycemic index is how much does it spike. So table sugar has a glycemic index of 100. Glycemic load is how long it spikes for. So something like oatmeal has a very high glycemic load, low glycemic index. So it doesn't spike your insulin real high, but it keeps it elevated for a long period of time. So you want the things that are going to spike it, bring it back down. So potato chips, cookies, candy, stuff like that.
1: what 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 about the pastas like it's dinner time Mm -hmm. what about that Like we're not gonna have that for dinner right
2: yeah yeah so you want to start it out spike it and then when you have your meal again go with the same premise you don't want to have like a big bowl of pasta you want to have pasta with bread and you know dessert you know you want to have all the different things you want to make sure that you don't Bog yourself down Early on And then you end up Just having that And you don't spike it Enough for long enough To get that hormonal impact That you need To get those fat burning Hormones Back up and running
0: Yeah I think The mistake that I've made Is like Let's say we started At 4 o'clock I like Pig out
2: Mm, I'm like a bone Right in the very beginning I'm like
0: "Mm." And like within 30 minutes I've eaten like A whole box of You know Whatever Yeah And it's like, I'm I'm feeling lousy.
2: Yeah. And that's why you want to honestly, like, that's one of the benefits of doing it with other people. So I know if I have a carb night, you know, you could go to a pizza place and get a slice of pizza, but... You know, if you're doing it like you're with your wives, and you ordered a small pizza, and everybody has a slice, everybody gets that taste. But that's different from you sitting there and eating a whole pizza. Right. You know, that's why it's always good to have a few different you know things in mind. Like if you went out alone and you had like an appetizer, a pasta dish, it's like you're done for the night. You sat there for forty minutes, and you're not gonna be able to eat anything for the rest of the night. So that's gonna be a problem. All right, so beverages. This is a big one for me.
1: So, as you, I like, you know, I love, what I love most about the carb night is I get to have a beer, right? Or a glass of wine. And I just, I love that. So, a couple of questions on this front is, Number one, I heard you say before about like you know doing the right thing and the cookies that are made with like rice flour and stuff. So, so should I then also be wary and say, all right, I'm only gonna have a a Michelob Ultra, um, or am I looking to go to a, a some kind of a deep heavy lager? And if it's not even a deep heavy lager, could I have like a like a shock top or something? You know, I, I love a citrusy beer. That's one. So you answer that one. And then for for my vino, mm-hmm. can I? Can I enjoy more than one glass of wine throughout that time of the carb day? Or is that wrong,
2: too, because of what you were talking about, about the insulin spikes? Yeah, I mean, so ultimately, when it comes to alcohol, uh, you don't want to use carb night as an excuse to have like a case of beer. Um, but <laughs> but if you were if you were saying you know I'm gonna have a couple beers or a couple glasses of wine through that time frame, that's totally fine. And I would encourage you to stay away from a Michelob Ultra. You know, if you really wanted to have that Michelob Ultra during your keto time, because it's 2.6 grams of carbs. So
1: that's okay.
2: Yeah, so that's something that you would do. But remember, alcohol stops fat burning. All right, okay. so. Okay. Alcohol is a poison, all right? So ultimately, when you consume alcohol, if you had alcohol and an apple, all right, if you had alcohol and an apple, your body is going to store the apple and burn the alcohol, all right? So everything changes once you have alcohol. You're going to change all the different hormonal profiles. So if you were going to have alcohol, I would say beer or wine. Um, you know, I wouldn't be a huge fan of, like, hard liquor. And in terms of quantity, you know, to oh, fireballs. Yeah, yeah. So try try to like keep it to like moderation. Don't use it as an opportunity to just like go completely bananas because now you're impacting your liver and detoxification more so than spiking anabolic hormones. Like if your goal was to be anabolic in general, alcohol is not going to yeah. get you there. So I got an idea. This is what yeah. you do,
0: Ronnie. When we go out or we come here, what you do is take your wine glass. Yes. And fill it with Welch's grape juice. How's that? That'll spike it, right?
1: <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Welch's, send us the check, A- Alex. <laughs> cue the crickets, <laughs> cause on carb night, baby, I want my wine, bro. I want, and let me tell you something. So, me and Lori I went out you. for Valentine's Day last night, right? And I'm and where did you go? Uh, where do we go? Uh, Cucina, Cucina Calandra. Ooh. Nice.
0: Oh, so in 46. Fairfield? Fairfield, yeah, because
1: yeah. we dropped Dominic off at baseball. Them, uh, give them a plug. Another one. You're welcome. I got to tell you, really good. Really good. And we were able to eat keto, except for I, I remember I called you about the crust on the bread, and, and, and you gave me my free pass. So I wanted to eat. This whole loaf came to the table, loaded with olive oil, butter, garlic powder. Oh, my goodness. It was incredible. So I'm sitting there. and That's what I was talking to Lori about. Like on keto, like I want to sit there on keto night, and I want to have... I want to have that and then I want to eat on carb night and I want to eat the other stuff that we eat when we're typically keto like the pepperonis and the supersides and the prosciuttos and the cheeses with my wine. Mm-hmm. So just just to clarify this cuz I I'm 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 dummy. I want to know is it I'm okay to have two glasses of wine throughout, right? That's a yes. Kenny's shaking his head yes, okay. And I agree with you. Listen, I I would not use that as an excuse, and I don't, right? Like, I don't—I'm not a guy who gets drunk. I just—I enjoy the flavor of my wine, and I want to have it with my dinner. So that's what I would use it for. All right, so bottom line is we got our bodies into ketosis. Then we had an awesome carb night, which is a lot of fun. Um, Now, like you said, it takes most people like 7 to 10 days before they're in ketosis— Then they have their carb night. After my carb night, what happens? How long before I'm back in ketosis? What do I need to do? Is there anything I
2: need to do differently? And how long before my next carb night? So how long before your next carb night uh, varies? You know, once you've been doing this long enough, you can have the carb nights um, sooner. Um, So what tends to happen is like people's bodies get so in tune after doing it for, you know, say like two, three months, Um, you know, normally I would say have the carb night every, you know, seven days, Um, but you can move it five days. If you're working out intensely, you could even do it maybe three days. Um, But really, like for the best results, five days, five to seven days typically. But after your carb night, that next day, you're going to probably notice, you know, water retention. All right. Again, from the carbs, those water molecules that are being stored with that, uh, carbohydrate load that you brought in there but really what you'd want to do if you want to burn through those as quickly as possible um, if you could you'd want to work out on that carb day um, so that your body like it goes towards your your muscles ultimately but if not that next day you wake up in the morning you have your cup of coffee you know go for a walk you know walking is one of the ways that you can get into ketosis very quickly. Um, so you basically want to burn through all that stuff that you did as quickly as possible um, so that you can get back into ketosis.
0: And then how about the salt?
2: You- yeah, so there's ketogenic salts. Um, essentially, you can kind of like hack your body. Um, so there's uh, two uh, types of ketones. There's acetyl coacetate and beta-hydroxybutyrate. So the ketogenic salts are beta-hydroxybutyrate. Um, And those, by consuming those, it'll trick your body into ketosis. So it'll basically bypass any, you know, blood sugar, uh, carbohydrates, glycogen, and go right into ketosis. So that your body will be functioning off of ketones rather than those carbohydrates, stored glycogen, etc. So there's a way that you can kind of like hack it, so to speak. That's what we do. Yeah.
0: So I got a question. So now we're in the week... And uh, we had the fat bombs mm-hmm. Can you explain to our audience What a fat bomb is?
2: Sure fat bombs. <laughs> Yeah, so ultimately Crickets <laughs> <laughs> on one. <laughs> one of the big challenges um, the One of the big bowl. challenges With the uh, keto diet uh, Surprisingly Is people stop being hungry um, So what ends up happening is they consume too few calories, and again, the wrong mentality, like, that less calories is going to get me to burn more body fat, it's actually going to kill your metabolism. So you want to still consume the same amount of calories so that you can at least, you know, function. Um, But what happens is towards the end of the day, when you're in ketosis, your body's functioning off body fat. You're not getting hypoglycemic anymore. You're not getting lightheaded. So you'll go through the day and be like, oh, my gosh, I missed a meal. Oh, my gosh, I haven't eaten since breakfast. So the fat bombs are essentially, you know, uh, kind of mostly desserts typically, but it's a way to get a large amount of fat very quickly. So one of the ones that, uh, you know, I know Ronnie and Lori do is they'll do these like uh, almond butter or peanut butter cups um, where, you know, but yeah, stay away from. Yeah. So almond butter. Um, and then it'll be like cocoa powder, coconut oil, butter, and, you know, xylitol so that you don't have, uh, any sort of insulin impact. And it's a way to get in that fat or, you know, deal with your sweet tooth as well and get a lot of fat in a very like short period of time without just like sitting there and eating like a stick of butter.
0: All right. Now that, that's perfect. That's really helpful. But how about with, with the sweet tooth? Mm-hmm. I really don't like diet soda, Yeah, but occasionally, because I can't have a glass of soda, mm-hmm. I'll go with a Diet Coke. Yeah. But it's really not that healthy for you. So what are your thoughts on diet drinks?
2: Yeah, so diet drinks in general are um, just something you want to stay away from. Um, The issue ultimately comes in where you have artificial sugars. So there's certain sugars, there's sugar alcohols uh, that are used, like erythritol, stuff like that. Stevia is okay. That's natural. But some of the sugar alcohols that are utilized, your body can't process them. So what ends up happening is you get stomach distress. Like I actually bought, you know, to my demise, sugar-free chocolate. And I didn't put two and two together and recognize that there were sugar alcohols, namely erythritol that was in there. I like I had like the worst stomach upset, like ridiculous. Um, So that's the one thing that you want to be careful of is artificial sugars and sugar alcohol. Stevia is one thing, Um, you know, that is natural. Xylitol as well. Is okay, but the you know the different sugar alcohols you got to stay away from, and just anything artificial in general. So, what would
0: you recommend? Like, what's out there that uh, you know, other than just water? Mm. That I want to have something sweet. I want to drink something. Mm Seltzer,
2: yeah. Well, the other thing is um, you know carbonated beverages also like tend to cause you know like gas stuff like that. I mean, me personally. Uh, what I do is uh, vitamin water. Uh, they have vitamin water zero. Um, that's one that I tend to go for. Uh, you have to be careful. There's one, the triple X one actually has crystalline fructose, so you want to stay away from that mm-hmm. one. But, um, you know, make sure it has stevia, and that's what I go for. So drinks that have stevia in them are okay. Okay. Um, you can definitely do that. And there's also... Um, you can find them. There's no like one that I can think of off the top of my head, but there's different uh, drops that you can put into water that have, they're like stevia base so that you can like sweeten up the water. Yeah. You know, another thing that you could do, which is another simple thing, um, they have the types of uh, containers for the waters where you could put fruit in there. And then, like, the water is, like, quote-unquote, fruit-infused. You know, it's not like you're taking the fruit and smashing it up and getting all that sugar in there. Yeah. Um, so that's another, you know, avenue that you could go, like... Like a sangria. Yeah. Hey. yeah. <laughs>
0: that's on a
2: carb day, baby. I like it.
0: Oh, you get your communion wine. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Welches again. Welchers. Joey loves Welchers, man. Well. Um, all right, so... Why don't we give them maybe maybe like top five or more roughly? Why don't you give everybody an idea of you know foods that they can go to?
2: Like what's what's a go to for you? um, You know for those fats. Yeah, I mean uh, I love avocados, so uh, guacamole is always a go to. Um, I'm a big fan of eggs, but you have to be careful with eggs because they have a lot of protein. So you want to make sure that those eggs are cooked in, you know, butter, coconut oil, olive oil, stuff like that. Um, But typically if you had like a salad with, you know, cheese and nuts and, you know, guacamole or avocado, um, you know, olives and you know, throw some steak on there, some salmon. So, you know, salmon's great because it has omega-3 fats, which are phenomenal for you. They're polyunsaturated fats. Um, So, yeah, I would say, like, you know, what's my average day like, you know, doing keto? So you're talking about, like, bacon and eggs for breakfast, but, you know, they're going to be doused in, you know, coconut oil, uh, butter. You know, you got to make sure that you have the fats going there. But you got to go with with the bacon, though. You got to
0: be careful with... The bacon that you buy because yes. when we were on a trip down oh. to the breakers, yeah. another plug, yeah. uh they had this great buffet, breakfast buffet. Yeah. And, but the bacon
2: yeah, brown sugar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It tastes really good. It's like, wow, I can't I can't believe this is ketogenic. And it's because it's, it's not. not. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's it is unbelievable. Right. Yeah. So you have to be careful. That's the big, you know, caveat with eating out. Um, I, I think I might have told you guys before. I went to IHOP one time, and I went to go order an omelet. And on the menu, it said that it was 1,100 calories. So I asked the waitress, I was like, how is it possible that this is 1,100 calories? Like an egg is 60 to 70 calories, so it's like not possible. Right. So she called the manager, and she was like, I'll find out. So the manager said, oh, well, we make them fluffy by putting our pancake batter in there. <laughs> So that would definitely blow you out of ketosis. Damn. So that's the thing you got to be really careful of when you eat out because most of the sauces, to thicken them up, they put flour in yeah. them. So you're going to have to be, like, really, really careful with that stuff. So okay. what I do is, like, if I was out, like, an Italian restaurant, I would get Zupa pesce, but I would get it over spinach, mm. and then, you know, I would put olive oil on it and throw some butter right. on it, stuff like that.
0: Now, you, you had said nuts. Mm-hmm. Peanuts are not good,
2: Yeah, right? stay Peanuts away from, aren't good. Yeah, cashews so, yeah, aren't good. Yeah, so peanuts, cashews, stay away from those. Uh, almonds are a good choice. Macadamia nuts are probably the best choice because they have a ton of fat in them. Walnuts. Um, walnuts, very good as well. Uh, you could go with some seeds. You could go with like pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds as well. How about um, the, if
0: there's salt on that? On the pumpkin seeds, or yeah. Ultimately,
2: the- you'd want to, if you could, you would want to stick with, you know, raw, um, to the extent possible, because that's going to be the most beneficial for you. You know, I mean, it has enzymes in there, um, all the stuff that's good about those nuts goes away once you roast them, hmm. um, so it just changes the whole profile. So, yeah, I would say the ones that I stick to: macadamia nuts, walnuts, almonds. Um, stuff like that. So you could kind of make your own like trail mix kind of thing or like a granola type mix without, you know, carbs.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing too, is with olives, going back to what Ronnie had said mm-hmm. about olives, I have found myself sometimes mm. eating a whole can of
2: olives. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Um, ultimately what happens is when you don't have the carbohydrates and you lose all of that water weight, you lose electrolytes with it. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times, where people have difficulties on the keto diet, is they say, Oh my gosh, I'm getting headaches, da da da, and they're electrolyte depleted. So, you need to make sure that you definitely pump in electrolytes. I actually found a, a great product, it's called Reviver. It's technically to prevent hangovers, but it has electrolytes in it. It's just pills you could get it on Amazon. I've been using that, that's phenomenal. Um, you know, there's none, uh, which are these tabs that you can get. Marathon runners use them. You drop it in a water, and it has electrolytes in it. Another thing I do: uh, make sure you salt your foods. So you sea salt, um, but also another thing that I use is light salt. So light salt is actually for people with high blood pressure um, because it's not just sodium. So it's potassium and uh, magnesium, in addition to sodium. So that way you can have the electrolytes that you would normally lose. So when you tell me or other people tell me like, oh my gosh, I'm craving salt, that's actually your body telling you like, dude, I need salt. So you need salt. um, I mean, at the cellular level to get Fluids into and out of your cells called a sodium potassium pump. If you don't have sodium, potassium, magnesium, I mean, it's needed for your body's electrical system. So you'll have points where you crave salt. Uh, another thing with the ketogenic diet, which is recommended, when you have water, don't just have water. You know, try to have water that either has electrolytes in it, which you can find at the store, or even put salt in your water, like take a salt shaker and put a little bit of salt in your water so that you can have the electrolytes so that, and not so be that depleted. So
0: the, the vitamin water doesn't have the electrolytes in it, right? No, it does. It does? It does? So yeah. that's good then. That's yeah, absolutely. So that's but What a way was that the vitamin water around. you said not to get?
2: So, yeah, XXX triple triple has X? crystalline fructose in it. That's All the one you want to stay away from. But, you know, always check... Um, Because it should have stevia, but some of them have a little bit of um, erythritol in it. That's what you want to stay away from, the sugar alcohols. Um, But ultimately, yes, uh, those, those are good choices to get in those electrolytes. And look, there's a ton of different waters out there, like electrolyte waters. Mm. I mean, you can get like store brand, it'll say like, quote unquote, electrolyte enhanced water. All it is, is they put minerals in the water. They put like those mineral salts in there. So that's another thing you could do. Good
0: to know.
1: So I, I've been, I think making a mistake based on our conversation the other night. So, me and you were talking about cheese, right? We're like, ah, you got to be careful. And so, I, and I love it, and I love it, and even more so now because I'm like, well, I can have cheese on keto, and especially when, like, I want to snack. I'm like, man, I just need a little something. And you look around, and it's tough to snack on keto, you know. And that's why meal prep is so important. So I'll reach in, and just grab, grab something, a little fresh mozzarella. I might grab a slice of provolone, whatever it is that I got in there. Um, so, can you educate us on which cheeses to have? And what should I have
2: with the cheese if, if I'm not supposed to have it alone? Because I think that's what yeah. you were saying the other day. Yeah, so another mistake people make on a keto diet is they have too much protein. Um, protein is going to get you out of ketosis because that protein through a process called gluconeogenesis – That protein gets broken down in amino acids, which then get broken down into glucose. So that's going to throw you out of ketosis if you have too much protein. But what Ronnie was referring to is if you're just crushing cheese, you want to make sure you have higher fat cheeses. So stay away from softer cheeses, stay away from goat cheeses, sheep, stuff like that. You want to have hard cheeses. And then another thing too, is if you're having cheese, I know it's going to sound crazy, but if you had a few slices of cheese, you'd take grass fed butter, like a Kerrygold, something like that. And like, actually like wrap some uh, cheese around like a little bit of butter, um, and that'll definitely be ketogenic. It'll satisfy you, and it won't be too much protein. It'll be enough uh, fat to keep you in ketosis. All
1: right. Butter
2: on the cheese. Yeah. And Crazy, So right?
0: say a hard cheese. Again, What is that? what is that?
2: Okay, so hard cheese. So you're talking about cheddar. You're talking about manchego. Um, you know, uh, Gruyere So if you go to the store Is You Asiago can food? Yeah, Asiago's okay um, But anytime you get to the softer cheeses So fresh mutts, that one's kind of like on, on, the, on the edge Like when I do fresh mutts I'll do it with olive oil so I'm still having fat with it on top of it. So you want to stay with harder cheeses. And also look at the fat content. So you'll see like one ounce of these harder cheeses will also have a substantial amount of fat. They'll have like, you know, six to 12 grams of fat.
0: So uh, not the craft Singles? No.
2: No. Yeah. Stay <laughs> with I heard that. The you
0: can, can take the craft Singles and like take like a torch and light that sucker up and it, it won't burn. Yeah, Yeah. It's like a Twinkie, you know, it lasts forever. Yeah. I don't know. So, all right, mm-hmm. I also heard that mm-hmm. if you're a guy, yep. eating too much cheese is not good because it has some kind of effect on the testosterone levels. I don't know. Is that wrong? okay? So,
2: I mean, ultimately, how testosterone is produced is through cholesterol. Um, so ultimately, you know, the cholesterol that you get from, you know, meats, um, you know, animal products, that's going to be the basis for your body producing testosterone. Now the issue, you know, saturated fats, again, are not bad for you. They're only bad in the presence of, you know, high blood sugar and, you know, a high carbohydrate diet. So essentially like cheese isn't bad for you. It's the idea that you don't want to have too much saturated fat on the keto diet. You want to mix up the fats and also have monounsaturated fats as well. So if you try to do the keto diet by just having eggs and cheese, aside from the fact that you might get backed up, it's not going to be good, you know, for your blood lipid profiles. Actually. Okay, yeah. very good.
1: What are some of the saturated fats that you would
2: go after? Okay, so... Um, avocados have monounsaturated fats. A lot of the nuts have a mixture. Um, So walnuts have monounsaturated fats. Almonds have monounsaturated fats. A lot of these foods have a mixture of the fats. But you know, olive oil, that's monounsaturated fats. So everything that you consume typically is going to have a mixture unless it's pure saturated fats like butter, cheese those will typically be just saturated fat coconut oil just saturated fat but um monounsaturated fats are going to be more oils essentially the rule of thumb is going to be if something's liquid at room temperature then it's not saturated fat if it's solid at room temperature it's saturated fat
0: all right so you can't have like uh, i can't believe it's butter not butter yeah, Margarine, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, those
2: are those are uh, those are just bad in general. Those are hydrogenated not, not oils, not healthy. All no. right.
0: So how about this? We go to the yep. gym, we work out, we get this yeah. really great workout in, East. and now we want to have a protein shake. Mm-hmm. Is that okay?
2: Yeah. So you had to be careful. I mean, ultimately, your body's in catabolic uh, a catabolic state after a workout. You want to wait an hour until you're done. Um, to have your quote-unquote post-workout shake. Um, but with that post-workout shake, yeah, you, you want to have protein. Um, you know, you could also even have, you know, berries, something like that. This is your opportunity where your body is trying to go from catabolic to anabolic. So whatever you consume then, that's going to be utilized by your muscles and ultimately to try to re, uh, replenish that muscular glycogen that okay. your body just burned through. Awesome. After the workout? Yeah, so after the workout, no, I mean, l- look, ultimately you can have a meal. Uh, it, it all depends. Like for the average person who's not trying to be a bodybuilder, yeah, an hour after your workout, have a meal. Um, so you could have a keto meal. Uh, but ultimately, if you said like, you know, I'm a bodybuilder, yeah, you would have a protein shake, okay. you know, an hour after your workout. Is there
0: any uh, particular protein shake that you would recommend, like a brand? Mm-hmm. I know we give giving another plug here. but Yeah, I, I mean,
2: uh, again, you want <laughs> to try to stay as natural, as natural as possible. Um, the one that I like is True Athlete. Um, I get that at Vitamin Shop. It has like five ingredients in it. Um, so that's that's a really good brand that I could vouch for. So it's low carbs. Yeah, I mean, I think it has two two grams of carbs, one gram of fiber, so it's like, like probably one no gram sugar, right? Carb. Like one. Yeah, I, I, one if, it, if it has it, it's probably one. And what's it called again? I, it's um true athlete, true athlete, true athlete. Okay. So they make um, strawberry, vanilla, chocolate protein. So okay. yeah. And then how about good. just real quick? This is
0: not on the keto thing, I guess, mm. but how about like a pre workout? Mm -hmm. A supplement or something to take before you work out What do you recommend?
2: Sure, I mean one of the challenges with the ketogenic diet Is um, Before you work out You want to have something in your system Or else you'll feel that keto flu That bonk during your workout so I've done one of two things. Um, I've used uh, powdered MCT oil. MCT stands for medium chain triglyceride. That essentially is what like olive, um, coconut oil is, medium chain triglycerides. So those are slower release. So you can get powdered MCT oil and uh, do a little whey protein. So if you do 10 grams of each pre-workout, you'll have an amazing workout. There's also... Um, Those keto salts, Uh, I've used a product called Keto Aminos, which is ketogenic salts and a little bit of protein, and that'll help push you through your workout. Because the biggest issue is, if you're going to do a legit workout, an anaerobic, you know, muscle training, hardcore workout... If you go in without anything pre-workout and you're keto, your body just doesn't have those blood sugars and carbohydrates to run off of and that glycogen to run off of, and you're going to have a rough time. Yeah, you're going to have a rough time. Good to know. I use those keto aminos. They're awesome. By BPI,
1: those, those are awesome. All right, so um, one more question, and then we'll wrap up. As, um, it's tough to say one more question because this, this has loads. There's no doubt about it. Um, Intermittent fasting yeah. is really, really popular these days. And I was just talking to Lori yesterday because I said, I said, let me give this a shot, which is very difficult for me because I love breakfast. I wake up hungry every day. It's just That's just my that's me. So for the past couple of days, I've been trying intermittent fasting. And it's cool. I, I break through, and then, believe it or not, then I'm like, wow, I'm not even that hungry. And I, it's already 12 o'clock. So my question is, if I'm, if I'm keto – and I want to go to the gym in the morning. Now, this goes right back to what you said. You got to have a little something in your stomach. Did it really break my fast if I go to the, if I go to the gym right away? And
2: is it really not worth doing intermittent fasting if you have to work out in the morning? Yeah, so intermittent fasting is really the concept of doing like 12, anywhere from like 12 to 18 hours without food. So you start it typically the night before. So let's say you eat dinner and you don't have anything else. So let's say six o'clock, seven o'clock, and, and then you don't consume anything until perhaps maybe 10 to 12 the next day. Um, when you have that workout in the morning and you're doing intermittent fasting, assuming that you're in ketosis, you're going to have a very, very difficult time getting through that workout, especially an anaerobic workout. It's going to be brutal. So even in that instance, I would still recommend having the keto aminos uh, BPI. That's, I think, 20 or 40 calories uh, in a scoop or two scoops, whatever the serving is. You know that's not going to be so much that it's going to like blow you out
0: and mix it with what
2: yeah mix it with water yeah always mix it with water but that's going to be something that'll get you uh to be able to function you'll be functioning off of the keto salts um and there's like a very very small amount of you know amino acids in there Um, that'll be good and you'll still be technically intermittent fasting. But ultimately you're breaking your fast because post-workout, an hour later, you want to replenish your body, you want to have some protein. So the intermittent fasting is all relative and you have to work it with your schedule. If you're going to work out first thing in the morning, you're not going to really be able to do that intermittent fasting. You maybe do it on your off days. But again, you have to be really careful about trying to do like too many hacks because you're going to alter your metabolism and what's going to happen is if you don't get enough calories now your metabolism decreases that much more and you're going to you know actually sabotage your results even though you're trying to amplify them okay. yeah
1: all right so we want to wrap up but ken boatloads of information here i, I, I would gonna have to have a second uh we have to, we have, to have a you're you're gonna be uh, at one of our eating events, so we'll make sure it's on one of our carve days. So so consider yourself a, a future guest. <laughs> um, <laughs> can have that. You can have that. Okay. I imagine a ton of people. No wine. Listening to this. Yes. Come on, Joe. <laughs> I'd imagine a ton of people listening to this are, are going to have questions for you. Um, so you're a certified strength condition uh, specialist, uh, strength and condition uh, conditioning specialist. Why why do I trip over that so much? Right. It is, right? CSCS. Let me just try that, right? CSCS. It's easier. All right. So why don't you give everybody some point of contact for you okay. so that, A, if they had questions about keto, they could reach out and touch base with you. Uh, B, maybe somebody is looking for you know a, a trainer of some sort, right? If you got, you've got you got those certifications, uh, maybe somebody out there needs to know how to invest their money. They can go to you as well. Lots of options here. So <laughs> give, give them a point of reference on how to contact you.
2: Uh sure, yeah, they could reach me at uh, Ken at unstoppablestrength.com. Um, so that's a website that I have. I have' it's kind of defunct in terms of like keeping up on the up and up with it, but that would be the best way to get in contact with me in terms of questions on this or training, what have you. So it's Ken at unstoppablestrength. com.
0: And we'll have our producer Alex
1: listed on the uh, yeah, on the information on our site. Beautiful, beautiful. So, Ken, thank you very much, brother. It's been a pleasure tonight. This, uh, this just about concludes our show, but we've got to bring another wow. <laughs> next week's Word of the Week. I'm going to spell it out for you, and, uh, of course, Joey will will say it next week. Um, so before I spell it out, I'm going to call out Pastor Ryan Batesl. From our church, Emergence in Totowa. So, um, so Pastor Ryan says this word a lot. And Ry, you need to change the way you say it. I've I've actually if you're had from to, Jersey. You can't say it the I, way he uh, says it. He's, you know what? I don't know what it is. He's from Jersey, but he was indoctrinated somehow because he doesn't sound straight up Jersey, right? It's okay, Ry. We love you. So don't 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 you know mislead this in any way, shape, or form. But. Um, I, I've actually had to grab Joe by his his belt because he was already like he was in a three-point stance getting ready to tackle Ryan when he says this word again. So you got to say it right. Otherwise, it I'm going to release often. him. Because he says it often. He does. He does. So, Ryan, this one's for you. The word is L-A-U-N-C-H. How do you say it? Pastor Ryan might be a phone guest on the next show maybe and we'll have him <laughs> say it. I don't know, but that's next week's Word of the Week. This concludes episode 14, 14, of The Jersey Boys. I'm Ronnie A. I'm Joey the Rash. I'm out. Ciao. Love you, Dad.